Today on the Av Podcast, we usher in a new NBA season with our annual conference previews. And I'm joined by South Sharad family member Randall Walter as we break down the Eastern Conference, which will be done in two parts. Part one will be the lottery section, and part two will be the playoff contenders. All right. And on Monday, I'll be releasing both parts of the Western Conference. And the reason why it's, it's not going to come out tomorrow is, of course, I'll be putting out round two of the special podcast series, the R&B Fantasy Draft, the second of six episodes, which we'll be putting out every Friday until November 11th. All right. So make sure you look out for that tomorrow on all platforms, including the South Sharav YouTube channel and the Western Conference episodes on Monday. Check out South Sharav wherever you listen to podcasts. Hit that like and subscribe button. Hit me with that five-star love to continue to drive this podcast to where it should be. And don't be afraid to rate and review and leave them comments as well, man. <laughs> don't be afraid. And check out SouthShireAve.com for the catalog. Once again, that's SouthShireAve.com. It's the Ave Podcast with Cal C on South Shire Ave Radio. Let's get it. Welcome to the Ave Podcast with Cal C on South Shire Ave Radio. <laughs> Welcome to the Av Podcast. It's that time of year, man. One of my favorite times of the year doing this podcast, which is the annual breakdowns of the NBA Eastern and Western Conferences. And it, it puts me in good company every year because I, I always have one of my South Shire family members riding shotgun with me every time, especially in the East in particular. Um, mm -hmm. He's the head coach of Excel Who's Press Basketball Program, head coach of the Red Rouge AAU Program. You know, I always say he's the COO of Team Lightskin, but recently, recently, he's upgraded himself to the godfather of the Lightskin <laughs> team, which, which might be even slightly more important than the COO position. I don't know, depending how you look at it. So, so yeah. ladies and ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Randall Walter to the show, aka Beige Corleone. Let's go. <laughs> I like that, Beige Corleone. <laughs> That's a good one. You know what I mean? I I, I told you on the last call, you know, I don't want to be in the forefront of the movement anymore. It's, you know, it's one of those things where the young guys come to the house and you say, take the gun and leave the cannolis. You know? <laughs> kiss the ring, kiss the ring, kiss you know? the ring, kiss the ring. I've been, I've been, I've been through this too long. And the other thing too is in order, I feel like in order to be part of team light skin, you got to have the curly mop on your head and my hair doesn't grow like that no more. So, mm. you know. You know, I mean, I can't, I can't go around like that. I, now, now I got to go for the old head walks and get the tan on the head. You know mm, what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. So you got, you, you look washed out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you can't. You know, it's a different type of, of, of representative. So, so you, you know? you're trying to say the baby hair is growing up? It's gone now? Is, is you trying to say ba 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 baby hairs? The baby hairs been gone, man. I'm just holding on to whatever I got. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's 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 like that ride. You're just holding on for dear life, man. <laughs> hey man, it is what it is. No, it, 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 it was a good ride till that. Till, till it was a good ride as it lasted. Hey man, but but the Godfather role, I, I I like that role for you though, man. Like you know, you you, you get to you know, wear the nice suits, got the hat game going. You know what I'm saying? The fedora game kicking. You know what I'm saying? There, there you go. That's it. The suit That's games. It. The you know what I'm talking about the bow the bow ties, the ascots. So you could do some things with this like this Godfather you role. Could. You could, you could, you could, you could. You know what I mean? So you know, it's just it's just a matter of you know. The only thing is, like I said, I, I you know the next phase is to to be on the sideline with a suit. Mm. That would that, that would kill the game. Yeah, you know, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Got the legs crossed. Got the you know the the yeah. the, 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 the Jackson. going. Yeah, 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 man. Got the <laughs> got 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 the goblet going. Like, yo, we got this figured out, Randall. We got we we got this figured out. I'm not even on Team Lightscape, but I, I rooted for this right now. We got this figured out. We got this locked up. Um, but every year, like we said, we break down the the conference from from the bottom to the top. All right, so mm -hmm. uh, let's get started with it, man. Let's, uh, as we always do. Um, yes, number 15, we got the Charlotte Hornets. Now, Michael Jordan never believes in quitting anything ever. And, and owning an NBA team as a former player is one of the great accomplishments in sports history, especially as a former athlete. Mm -hmm. um, with that said, do you think he lets LeVar Ball coach his team if it means getting Victor Wembanyama next June? What are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> you, 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 think, you think Charlotte's going to be that low? I didn't have him that low. I, yo, man, I think 
I think you need to pull out your phone right now and look at their roster. Their roster is not good. Like their it roster is not good. It is not good. like no. I mean, like it is. It is. I think because it's Charlotte, because it's like it's not a huge Ooh. market. I know it's growing. It's not a huge market. And last year, especially, they excited us with their highlights. I think most people are undervaluing just how bad this team could be this year. Like, yeah, you don't value anything. I mean, this is the thing with Charlotte. You don't value anything with continuum. What I mean by that is having kind of that that that, that roster that's been around for a while. It's that's somewhat seasoned. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to be make the playoffs, but it's kind of like. Remember when the Raptors first traded Rudy Gay and everybody was like, they're going to be crap. And then there was an anomaly that they, they won so many games. And the following year, they came out swinging and winging and winning even more. And they had that kind of run where every year. And I feel Charlotte's somewhat in that realm where I think the key thing is Bridges. If, if, if Bridges is not coming back, this next year. Well, he's not. That's yeah. the problem. He's not. Well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. So, yeah. so if he's if he's not, then yeah. I don't. Do you, I don't know if they'll be last though. I mean, I mean, let, maybe let's, they could. Let's, he's just very. It's tough. That's not a. But that's the thing, right? Like we, you, you know, I think we were talking about this before. About like we always get these jokes off on like the bottom half of the East most years, but this year the East is probably the best it's ever been since we've been doing this. These episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? it's definitely. Been. It's like it's yeah. really good, right? So. I'm like, I look at their roster. I see LaMelo Ball. I see mm-hmm. uh, Terry Rozier, Scary Terry. I see mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward. And I see mm-hmm. um, PJ Washington. I see Brittany Renner's uh, baby daddy on there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, outside mm-hmm. of that, like, really and truly, they can barely make a good starting five. Like, look at their roster. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I root for uh, Nick Richards because he's Jamaican, but, like, that's it. Is he really? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's Jamaican. Yeah, but other than that, like <coughs> honestly, like you look at the roster, it's it's really shaky, man. It is really shaky. Yeah, they and they didn't do a lot of off season stuff as I no. thought they would. Like the following, I think they did the the, the year before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's one of those years where everyone's trying to. I mean, at least there has to be one team in the East tanking for for the big Frenchman. So and and, um, and and I think on top of that too, like if I'm MJ, like I'm going to try to go hard and tank, you know, tank for Victor. Like I know it's, it's against every principle that he has, you know what I mean? But like mm-hmm. as a player to tank, it's, that's actually sacrilegious, but like, and that's why players don't do it. But as an owner, as a, as a front office exec, what have you, like you got to, if you can sacrifice that one year to make the rest of your, your future years better, I think you got to go do it. Like, like I, I still say with Victor, like I said this before in a previous podcast, like my issue with him is I, you never usually see seven foot, any guys that are like seven, two, seven, three and up, they usually have their, their, their history with injuries is not usually good. When you take a look at it from Porzingis all the way to Ralph Sampson, like it's always, they, they, they're always suffering like foot injuries, knee injuries. They never last. So that's my, that's my scare with him. But talent wise. Those two games that he played in the G League, I mean, I know everybody's going crazy, but Randall, if you see you see them highlights, like this guy's doing dream shakes and shit, like yo, this is rightfully so. But I, I just, yeah. It's, yeah. it's you know, like yo, he's he's like a seven four Durant, but if he's if he's giving you post moves and yeah, and, and he's different plays, than Durant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's different than Durant. But like it's it's scary to see where he can be. So like if I'm the way their team is looking right now, and it's not their fault, right? Because like Mikael Bridges. Mm-hmm. Or Michael Bridges, whatever he screwed up the bag. Miles Bridges, not Michael. Miles Bridges, he screwed Miles up the bag. Bridges. He screwed yeah. up the bag in every way possible, in the worst time possible. You know what I mean? So losing him and losing Harold, I think it's like basically you're losing thirty points off their team, and they didn't replace it. Yeah, they didn't. You're absolutely right, but it does open up possibilities for others to come in, like Ellie Oubre. You know, mm. um, you know, obviously Ball. Scary Terry. It gives them an opportunity for those guys to, to do a little bit more because they they are more guards that need the ball in their hand mm-hmm. um, to score. And so I mean, listen, you know, are, are they going to be? It's tomato tomato. Are they going to be? <laughs> you know, the last in the East. Or are they going to be like third to last in the East? Does it matter? No. And, so and the thing <laughs> and the thing is with them too, like they're not a big team at all. Like the Kai Jones kid, no. like the I think he's a rookie or he's in there or it might be his second year. I think like that's mm-hmm. a pretty good pickup. But their team is not like their their best roster is everybody's going to be about six seven. But it's not mm-hmm. outside of outside of Lamelo Ball. I don't know if it's I trust it. Plus on top of that, Gordon Hayward is a guy ever since he's got that injury. 
that you know, when, he, when he got that crazy injury uh, a few years back, like he's never been healthy after that. So mm-hmm. he's always missing like at least 20. He's become Anthony Davis. So at right. that point, right. I'm like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I, like I said, if I'm them, I'm, I'm, I'm the, they're a great ta- a candidate for tank city. And then too, like LaMelo's up for an extension. I think next season, I think I believe. And he's going to yeah. get offered the bag. Like, is, is he going to want to stay and take it? Because it's, yeah, about, you think so, right? Yeah, he's about his, he's about that money. Them boys are about that money. They don't give a crap about anything else but that money. For sure, he's gonna get the bag and he's gonna take it. I guess I guess we'll have to see. I, honestly, like I'm, I'm at this point, I'm like, make good by him. Just just uh, just take his brother on for the year. <laughs> Seriously, just, just hire uh, uh, Leangelo. Let him let him play. Mm. Him play. Take him. Yeah, did he? Make, he's still on the roster, right? right I, now? I I think he's on a two way, or I think I I don't know if he's gonna make the team, but he's at least on a two way. He's not looking great right now, but at this point, like I said, if I'm trying to tank for Victor, man, shit, have him come off the bench. Well, I, I mean, I, I I like to see who you got next. I I, I honestly just just to summarize, I, I would I have them a little bit higher. I still think that there there are about three or four teams. That they're still better than right now, at least in my mind. Okay. Um, number fourteen, we got the Orlando Magic, and and every year I always really? I, I always ask the same question annually: What is Orlando mm-hmm. doing? But can I can I finally stop asking that question, or should we keep up with tradition and ask what are they doing? Uh, I think it's a it's it's a it's a slow death by a thousand cuts with Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, will it ever get? It's going to get better. I think they have a better. Uh, I, I like the draft pick they picked up, mm-hmm. right? Other Absolutely. than the fact that he, he probably could die sweating. Um, no, what is what is with that? That's crazy. I don't know. It was crazy. I don't know something like he sweats like three gallons or something crazy. Seven, he loses seven pounds a game. <laughs> yeah, something crazy. Yeah, but outside of that, you know, I um, you know they have the future point guard. They have the future big or or four. They have they have a good center. I don't think they're see. I I felt like they have the right quote unquote attitude to take, yeah. right? And, and if they were to pick up, you know, the big Frenchman, then that's a squad to be scary for mm. next year, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I don't think they're gonna. I don't. They're definitely gonna be better than they were in the last two or three years. They have a lot of great young talent. I still think it's gonna take them some time to to kind of turn that corner. Do I see them being the I, I, I could see them finishing last. I could see them finishing second to last. Right. And it, it, I don't. I don't think they're gonna make a huge jump with the draft pick they got. Um, but I still think that they're gonna be an exciting young team that's gonna play hard every night. And if I was, you know, if I was the front office, I would definitely look at ways to to not win as many games as possible because the following year is their year. Even if they don't, if they get the other guy, what's his name? The other, the other. Oh, Scoot, um, Scoot, Scoot Henderson. Yeah, yeah. Even if they get like that's not that's, that's not like a consolation prize. No, like, that would be. I think that would be a great fit for them as well. Right? Yeah. Um. Right. Like either either or. Like they they need to get one of the top three picks because I think next year is going to be a crazy draft. So they they if they get you know number two, they're fine. They're then fine. then I think they make that 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 bigger jump. And it's crazy because like any other year, that's the scoop kid would be. Is, is it Scoot or Scoop or Scoot? Scoop. Scoop, right? Scoop or Scoot? Scoot, I think. Scoot. Uh, I think it's Scoot. Scoot, yeah. So sorry. That, it, you're right. It's Scoot. No, but like even with him and any other year, he'd be a surefire number one pick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's that's why this draft is like if you get one of the first two picks, you're laughing. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if you get number one. If, if you get two, that's a great consolation prize. Amazing. Yeah, yeah seriously. Especially. Especially for what they need, I don't. I still, I still believe in Bamba. You know, I mm-hmm. think, um, I think Bamba, he has a lot of talent, and every year that he's getting more playing time, he's showing more and more and more. So I think that you know they they read him up with last year for a pretty decent contract. Mm-hmm. I think, or it was the beginning of this one, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But either way, they got um, their, their their quote unquote core is locked in, and if they can keep that core together and build on it, you know what. They're going to turn heads, and then you get a, you know, one or two wily vet- veterans to come in and help steer the ship. I think they'll be fine. No, I agree with a lot, a lot of what you're saying. Like, I, I can see what they're building now, and that, you know, and I, and I think they just have to stay the course, the course with it. Just add as much blue chippers as possible, and then mm-hmm. you just see who's worth keeping, and then, and then you know, you, you get the ones that you don't want out, and you just keep moving forward. 
Their their roster is going to be huge, though, because you think their front court alone. You think of Banchero. You think of mm-hmm. Jonathan Isaacs was coming back, who's like 6'10", 6'11", Mo Bamba. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Isaacs. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, comes yeah, back. Yeah. Mo Bamba, Bol Bol, they got Bol Bol, Wendell Carter, the Wagner yeah. brothers. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. They, they just have to sort out who's going to legitimately play every night. But You know what? You're right. Now you now you look at the roster. I mean, I still don't think they're going to be mm-hmm. anywhere close to making the playoffs. Now, if they do, that's that's a that's a crazy story. But I, I, I you know... I currently see them sitting kind of around where you have them right now. So yeah, does Bol Bol look at Victor and get jealous, like Victor highlights and get jealous? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he had those highlights in high school, though. That's you know, what the I'm problem saying. With Bo Bo, <laughs> the problem is Bol 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 can't move the way that Victor can, right? Yeah. And I don't think he covers. I don't. He, he definitely has kind of that quote unquote unicorn game, but not to the extent he can't shoot the way that um, Victor can. Mm-hmm. Like Victor, Victor's that's a generational talent, like we said. Like <laughs> you know, Bo Bo, and again, I think his biggest flaw is his defense. Yeah, his biggest flaw is he, he can't stay in front of anybody, mm-hmm. right? He couldn't even stay in front of my 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 six year old daughter. And then and the, and the other thing is he can't even. She's got good. She's got, even, she's got good footwork though. Yeah, yeah, she got that footwork. <laughs> she got that footwork. <laughs> But he still can't stay in front of. Okay, forget it. He can't even stay in front of me. <laughs> so that's that's worse. So I would say that um, you know, even with his length that he has, he's not even utilizing that properly on the defensive end. And that's a key thing for a lot of young listeners. You know, like if 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 you can't can't play D, which is a major Achilles heel for going to any other level, right? You better have a crazy offensive bag. Like yeah. crazy. I'm talking like your plus minus got to be like, okay, I'm dropping 30 points because I know I'm going to let go 20 on the other end. Yeah, so yeah. I'm plus 10. So you better be that. And that's a very, very rare talent to have because there's not too many guys that can do that. Because they, they, at least if they block in like a Harden, like everyone thinks he's terrible on D. He's not terrible on D. It's just he takes plays off on D because he's yeah. plus minus is usually, you know, he is that kind of guy, mm-hmm. and when he isn't, you saw what happened, right? You saw last year yep. when he wasn't effective, right? Because he can't play D; he was out of shape. So um, he's in shape I look now. At that. He's in shape now. That's what he says. He's yeah, in shape now. That's what he says. <laughs> oh no, he looks like he is. He yeah, he does. Like he does. He, he does. Put in the work. He does. So. But yeah, we'll get to that. He does. But I, I really like Paulo's game, though. Like I, I like I like this game a lot at Duke. <laughs> And yeah. you know, like his size, his versatility, he can play you know inside, outside. He's he, and he plays mm-hmm. with an edge that I really like. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love that he actually didn't back down from his beef with Dejounte Murray, his local Seattle beef, I like to call it. You know, that mm-hmm. local beef. But but I'm like, I, I I like that he didn't back down at all from it. But that sweating thing is a concern for me though. But like, it, it is it is <laughs> no, a concern. They, they got it. They but, got it. They got it. But but he, we'll but IVs ready for him when he gets off the court. Yeah, yeah. Serious. That's a real thing though. You know, no, I'm serious. Yeah, <laughs> but no, he'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if he's going to be a superstar in the league, but I, I definitely see him being a, a consistent all star. Like, I think this is like a really good, like franchise cornerstone piece that they picked up in the draft. Like, I really like it a lot. Before we move on, yeah. last, last thing, really quick. I know you're you you, you're formerly a, a big you're a big guy on Suggs. Do you like the Suggs Cole Anthony backcourt? No. Okay. No. No, no, okay. I don't. I, I'm not a fan of Cole Anthony. Um, I like Suggs. I like Suggs. I think, again, um, I, I likened him not not so much to his, like his game, but his persona to like a Kyle Lowry. Mm. I think he, he has that he has that that persona that settles and calms things. And at the same time, he, he he's a winner, right? Like at, at every level he's played, he he can win. Um, he's proven to be a good leader. I just feel like. With a good core and a good two guard, and again, I'm talking a good two guard, <laughs> not a decent one. Mm-hmm. I think that the t- he'll help elevate the team in whatever those holes are, and kind of be the glue guy to all that, like kind of like Larry was, right, winning yeah. the directors. Like he can really, be, I, I think he can play. I just don't know if this is the team like you were going to see in his future. I think I think he's going to end up on mm-hmm. another franchise and do more work there than he would here. You know what I mean? I just, um, I, yeah, I could see that. I could see. I could see one or the other. I, I, I think that you know. I still think they they have. It's a good thing. It's a bad thing. I think they have a lot of um, guard 
small guard play, right? Like, you know, like they're, they're, they have a lot of guards that are just lingering around. They have, what's his name, that was always injured. Um, yeah, Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz is still in the hurt again, they have, Yeah, <laughs> there you go, right? Like, you have a bunch of guards that are, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not huge fans of. I understood when they draft them that they like they fell in kind of in, in that realm to draft them. But I wouldn't um, – I haven't been a fan of, of, of the guards they have. I am a fan of Suggs. I think that, like you said – He's not going to show right away. I think that if he was, I'm not, listen, I'm not saying Scotty is, is a gift, right? Scotty was mm-hmm. special. But I'm saying, like, if hypothetically, and I would never, ever now, seeing what I see now, swap them. But I think that if he was on the Raptors, he probably would show better. That I would say. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, like and- I think he, you know, like he would be, he would be up there. Like I, I just think it's always it's about fit culture. I think there's a lot of things that fall into play, and I think that he would, if he, if he was on the Raptors as their starting, you know, quote unquote point guard, I think he would show way better, way better. Especially because I, I hate the small backcourt thing, but mm-hmm. anyway, we'll get to the Raptors. But Van Vliet is not a a, a prototypical point <laughs> well, guard in the league. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to that. I know you have a deep love for Van Vliet, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> But shot, I'm not. I'm not hating on him. I just you know what it is. Yeah. But but shout shout out to to Caleb Houston as well. Mississauga local kid made good four year deal coming. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. four year eight million dollar guaranteed deal. You know, you, you might see some G League time, but I mean, he's going to be there for the next four years. So you know, we we yeah. got to root for that. We happy for him. That's great. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Yeah. Good shooter. Um, great athlete. I think again, he he needs to work a little bit more on his handles on creating a shot. But I think um, you know he'll get there, and, and, and I think that was a great signing for him. So. Yeah, absolutely. Number thirteen, we got the Indiana Pacers. Now, in in one of our chat groups that we're in, we we haven't done a field trip together in a very long time. So, with all the Canadians that's on this squad, with Matherin, Nembard, O'Shea Brissett, whatever you want to think about Chris Duarte, should we be using mm-hmm. this team as an excuse to make a uh, make a field trip? Yeah, man, Indy's not that far away. Indy's not that far away. Yeah, you know what? Um, this is an interesting roster, but I I think where we have them now is is is, is around where I would have slotted them. Yeah, but I would say this: <clears throat> I don't I don't think this roster will be the same by the halfway through the year, and I I see this tanking to be potentially last going in the Victor sweepstakes. Yeah, I can see it too. Yeah, I don't see I don't see Miles Turner sticking around long. I don't see Buddy Hill sticking around yeah. long. Those are two major pieces that um, would help at least get them a few more wins, right? In the mm-hmm. East, I don't see them staying longer, you know, throughout the season. And I think it'd be wise for them to get one of the top two picks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they trade Miles and the, and Victor lands in their lap, that's a, that's a that's a whole different ball game in, so, in the, a, for them. It's a huge win. Now, like, I, I think, like, the Pacers have the right idea. Like, th- this is – I totally agree with you. This is the ideal team to tank. You know, but I think it's one of those things, if they say they were to get, they don't get the number one pick, so they get the number two to number three pick. Um, especially, I mean, we don't know who's going to be coming down the pipeline and and, um, and then say this season yet, at least not yet. But mm-hmm. like I think if they don't get the number one pick, they should definitely trade down and try to scoop up more assets. I I, I definitely agree with that. And and I and mm-hmm. honestly, I can't believe DeAndre Ayton is, isn't on this team via trade or otherwise. And I think so is he. I like that guy should be on this team right now. I'm surprised that he's not. He's surprised that he's pissed off. I'm and, surprised that they matched him. But then again, I'm 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 surprised as well that Phoenix didn't just trade his ass. I they could have got more. Like, like, why, why wait? Like, why? Like, I, I you know. signed a disgruntled center who is probably going to end up requesting a trade after this year anyway. Like, anyway, yeah, that's and it's yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and and I guess not to say those comments for uh, the Western Conference pod, but like, honestly speaking, like the ideal Miles Turner for Aiton, that like rather that deal was like just waiting in the wings. I don't understand what happened. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. I, and they don't even. I the one thing I'm very curious about is Miles Turner has been on the trading block for like the last like two or three I years, know. right? And you know what I heard, and I, and I heard this maybe a year ago. I think it was Boston that was looking at heavily training him, trading for him. And and I guess it leaked out that 
a lot of execs aren't fans of Miles Turner. Like they they all like him. Mm-hmm. They all want. They they all feel like hey, they'll, they'll they'll take the risk on him. They think that it's a you know like a risk you want to try to take. But there is some baggage that comes with him. I know he has some attitude problems. I heard, but I think there's a lot of question and a lot of people are poking holes at his work ethic. Yeah, work ethic. Yeah, and if, I feel like it comes up a lot and a lot to the point that it's like it's hurt him from progressing in his career because. I think he's one trade away from being, like, especially in the East, being an all-star. Listen, I, I think with him, it's <clears throat> the myth is becoming larger than the than the brand at this point now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. No yeah. one wants to pull the trigger and, and training for him. Like, I would trade for it. Like, like the center position is a very hard position to fill. It's almost becoming obsolete now, right? Like, it's starting to come back, though. But it's not like where it was a few years ago. It's, it's starting to come back. But I get what you're saying, though. It's, it's starting to come it's, back, though. It's starting to come back because the art of playing the center is 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 rare. So if you get one guy that plays somewhat big, it's almost an advantage because all the bigs want to go out and play and play mm-hmm. like a like a three or four. Yeah. They want to shoot threes. They want to drive when they can't even put the ball on the floor. They don't want to rebound. They're becoming like book book. Brooke Lopez's and a lot of them don't even know how to play deep. They can't even stay with their man. It's but true. they want to yet play three on on offense. So it's 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 the art of a true center is kind of gone. No one just wants to get a cool 20, 2010. No, but I, I know. No, like that's not cool anymore, right? Twenty ten and two. It's this... not cool because it's not flashy enough. Because you don't want to get twenty tens off of dunks and putbacks and and layups. No, or hook shots. No, they want to get it off of you know step back, step back shot. You know. Euro step, you know, shitty dunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like it's not. There's no, there's no power to the game. There's no like monstrosity, like, like Shaq. You know, like mm-hmm. the, that's like a art form that's just no one wants to do it. And the guys that, the only reason why there's guys in the league that that play quote unquote like a, a traditional center is because they can't do anything else. Like even look at Jonas Valanciunas. You could say he plays like a, a quote unquote traditional center yeah but he's out there shooting more threes than uh than, than buddy hill <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean yeah so anyway no but i mean they, I, they, I, they, I digress they got some nice pieces though when you look at their roster because halliburton oh, yeah. that's a nice that's a I really nice solid pick and I, after watching arizona the last two years and i'm gonna get on my canadian bag for a second like mm-hmm. the fact that matherin's obviously from montreal we're gonna be biased but I, i'm really looking forward to see what that kid has to offer he's um, a dog Oh, hell he's yeah. Hell yeah. He's a dog. He's a dog. He is a dog. He's a culture piece. He's a guy that has always plays with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. It could be the fact that, you know, a lot of times Montreal and Canada, and Canada basketball is looking like the redhead stepchild. So imagine Canadians are looked at for, with, you know, from the, the American lens as, as the redheaded stepchild. Now you have someone from Montreal that's Canadian, you know, Montreal, which is already kind of a, a, a underdog in the game. And now you're coming out here trying to put much on the map. And I have no problem with that, like you said. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm happy that guys are using, you know, that fuel. You know, I, there's a Kanye line that I always like to say to, like I always say to, like, my wife. I'm like, I can let these dream killers kill my self-esteem or use my arrogance as esteem to power my dreams. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's that encompasses him, right? Like, yeah. he's just, he's out there being a prick, but he's he's powering his dreams by doing it. It's, it's his fuel, right? And um, I think Canadians play have a different role of, of playing basketball. Like when I say that, it's like like Americans are driven differently, right? In, in certain areas, why they play ball. Like a lot of it is their meal ticket out of the hood. Yeah. A lot of it is their you know like they just a perennial. They, they grew up in, in an environment, but they just can't break a certain kind of economic threshold. Um, in, in Canada, we're, 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 we don't have that kind of doggy dog dog eat dog mentality so it's more like it's a different reason of pushing yourself to get to the next level mm-hmm. so when you do make it you, you gotta have some type of fuel that 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 helps you sustain you know what i mean like you know i used to talk to joe about it all the time his fear was just going back home you know what i mean like yeah. it sounds crazy his fear was like i, I just I, I i have nothing to lose so i'm just gonna go out and play my, my butt off and that's good enough right for me to stay in the league a guy like that like with the talent he has and he has that mentality. He mm-hmm. just he's gonna go far. Uh, and yeah. I like the pairing with him. I like the I, I him you know, and Matherin that backcourt man. Whew. Oh man, but 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 hold on. 
the guy that I think everybody's sleeping on, that I think was great pickup for them, another Canadian. Talk that uh, talk. Backup point guard. Talk that talk. Know, Andrew Nembar. I that, think. Talk that he is talk. A, so you could say whatever you want about him staying at Gazaga for as long as he did, mm-hmm. but he is a pro basketball player. He is a pro point guard. Talk and, it. And, and, and rest assured, mm-hmm. you put him around another four other pros, he is going to show even more. And he's showing that. Like that's why they signed that, that contract for him. And they got Talk him. It. Like I think he's the steal. Like I I I, I loved his game against Gazaga. I just yeah. felt like it wasn't it didn't resonate with college basketball. He's a big point guard. You know, I love my big point guard. Mm-hmm. And the other, only thing I think, and I think he's working on it, is his shot. If he could just get a consistent jumper, watch out. Watch out. He's not going to be, and no offense, like, I, 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 I respect the crap out of Corey Joseph. Respect the crap out of him. Stayed in the league for the amount of time he's done and what he's done. Congratulations, great guy. But he's not going to be that guy, right? He may not even play as long as Corey did. I give him that much. Corey did that much, right? But I think he has the ceiling way above Corey. It, it, it's funny because it, well, it's well, I I disagree in a sense because I just think that he he kind of rem- this is where he reminds me of Corey, right? It is is that I think I can see him much like Corey being a veteran in this league for a long time. Whether he's going to come off the bench for most of it, we'll see. And I know we're spending a lot of time talking about Indiana, but allow us to get in our Canadian yeah. bag for a minute. But uh, mm-hmm. but that's and and I mean I think he might be coming off the bench for most of it. And that's not a shot at him. That's not a shot at him at all. No, but, no, I, no. But, but but much like you, honestly, like and this is why, like I said, that the comparison to me with Corey is that I can see him being a a guy that's going to be in the league for 10, 15 years, easy. You know, and and, right. and with the financial windfall that's about to happen, the TV contracts about to renew in the next couple of years or in twenty twenty four, him being in that position now will actually mean generational wealth for him and his family. So, I, so mm-hmm. I, so I'm like, I'm really rooting for him, and honestly, I really think we should make a, we should make a field trip to go watch one of their games this year. I'm not even joking. Like, well, I, like I'm all, no, I'm, I'm, all in for I'm, it. All, I'm down, I'm down, I'm down. Like you said, I think the comparison with Corey is they, they do have resemblances in their game. They're Canadian, mm-hmm. right? But that, you know, I think it's just for commonality. But I, I do think he's in that Corey vein. But I just feel like, from my perspective, the ceiling's thing, higher. I, I, I feel like he has a, and and and. and Higher is relative. I'm not saying that he's going to be an all-star, though. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm saying that he may carve out a role on another team or maybe in Indiana as a starter eventually. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. And maybe it's just short-lived for, for two or three years. But I think that, you know, he has a, a ceiling and he hasn't touched it yet. I think that's just all predicated on playing with better players. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and, and, and I think, honestly, if he only plays two, three years, something went horribly wrong. Because I, I really see, like, the next 10 years, 15 mm-hmm. years of him being in the league. It's a great pickup. Mm-hmm. I thousand percent agree with you. Um, number twelve, we got the Detroit Pistons, and you know mm-hmm. I know you love your guy Casey. I know you love him. Love my Casey. I know, my dog. I, I know you love your Casey. Now, now, do you think the rock that Casey had in Toronto was in Detroit? And and if so, do you think the players over there believe in that rock? Well, I can tell you this: it's not a rock anymore. It's probably a pebble because they probably chipped away so much after all the losses they've had. True. But um, I think see, my thing with Detroit is this: I think they've made the better moves in recent time. But they're one of those teams that sometimes they make a move and you scratch your head, like, "What are you doing?" You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there are times that you look at them and you're like, "Why? Why? Why?" You know what I mean? But what movie um, are you considering? What movie are you talking about? Like, to consider? No, I, I think they've made better moves in the past, but I've always felt they've overloaded on bigs. Like, remember when they got that one year where they got all those bigs? Yeah. Like, why are you getting all? Like, they just do some moves just to get players. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like they're doing that to either angle players or like, and then they got stuck with players. You know, like kind of like remember back in the day, like, who was it from the Raptors? What was his name? Colangelo. Remember mm-hmm. he was trying to get Nash and he was. Was angling, yeah. and then he ended up getting stuck with a player because he did that. We're mm-hmm. like, "Wow, come on, no!" Mm-hmm. I feel like they get caught in those <laughs> games, and they're not—they're not savvy enough to be in those games. Right. right. So, um, but I like—I like what they have so far. Like, I, I'm a big fan of Katie Cunningham. I like—I uh, I think Marvin Bagley is going to be big for them. I think the Nerns Noel pickup is underrated. Yep. Right. I think he's going to be like that's a perfect place. The other thing too is, you know, they picked up. Um, Bayan, I, 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 
I, I know he won a try for is it Bogdanovich? Bogdanovich, yeah, you um, got it, you got it. Bogdanovich, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think he like you know he's a great piece too. So they have some pieces. I don't know, you know. Um, there's some other like I'm not a huge fan of Sidney Bay. I know people are. I'm not a huge fan of Kevin Knox. So I don't think those pickups are great. You know, everyone knows I love me some Kemba Walker, but um, I think he's on the on the down and down. But um, well, I think, you know, I, think they, I, I think they let him go. I don't. I don't think he's on the roster right now. Let me check. Let me. Oh, check. I didn't. I wasn't sure. Yeah, let me I check. Was, let I me thought check. he still was keep, on it. Keep going. I'll, but, I'll check. I'll check. But but either way, I look at this roster outside of the guard play, like they don't really have anyone on the wing that's dynamic. That's like I'm sitting back and I'm like, wow, that guy's really great. And on the on the other side of that, I, I, I'm looking at it like, could this team compete like now? For a playoff spot, no. no like, I can easily see this team being like, you know, top two, the bottom two in the like, like, like. Yeah, they they have some talent, but I don't know if they if whatever they did in the offseason moved the needle as much as I think they. Well, what what do you feel about Jaden Ivy? Because like that pickup, I think is like with him and Kate in the backcourt. Like that's a big, yeah. that's a big, nice athletic backcourt. Because Ivy's about six five, Kate six eight. Like that's a good, yeah. That's you a look good. at it in the preseason again. I don't listen. I I, I don't want to say this in a way that's gonna like. I think okay. I'll put it. I'll put it in perspective. I think that Orlando, right, mm-hmm. is more positioned in the next five years to be better than them. That's what I feel. Okay. I feel like they got some good pieces. I just don't know yet. I think they're duplicating it in areas that they have good pieces at. Like I think they, I, their backcourt is going to be good for the future. But is your is your backcourt good enough to win about forty games? I well, don't think so. Well, not this year, but I mean, like, no. But I even see it like next year. I don't think so. In the following year, I like I love Kate coming at him. I just don't know how much is. I, I, I'm going to say what it is. I love Kate Cunningham. I don't know. How much Kate Cunningham's game translates to wins? Bomb. That's where it is. Okay. Well, I guess we'll we'll have to see. I mean, this is year two, so I, and you missed some time last year. But I thought from what I saw last year, I was I and I didn't see him a lot in college, right? But mm-hmm. what I saw, mm-hmm. what I what the games that I did see, I was hella impressed. And I know that's not saying that's not going out of the limb. He was a number one pick overall, but man, mm-hmm. that kid was talented as hell. And apparently, he put on about ten to fifteen pounds of muscle this off season too. So he's about a good. Yeah, but I don't find him a point guard. I find him more of a two guard. I find him like a scorer. He's like a in the vein. I'm not saying he is. Okay, everyone, chill. I think he's in the vein of um, what's his name on Memphis, like a who, like well, a Desmond Bain. No, he's, he's the point guard of Memphis, like Morant. Oh, Morant. I feel like he's yeah. uh, he's he's a la, a la Morant mold, like you know, like a guard that needs the ball in his hands. He's mm-hmm. kind of long, wiry to get to the hole. He's a scorer, right? Like yeah. when I watched him in college, he was better when he was putting the ball in the hoop. Yeah. He could facilitate because he has that game. But it's kind of like you know, like a Ben Simmons, a big point guard. Just because he could facilitate doesn't mean he could should be a point guard, right? Like mm-hmm. this is it is what it is, right? Like because yeah. you can bring up the ball and pass the ball doesn't always necessarily mean that you're a point guard. Right. But we we trying to fit these guys in, in these pegs and holes. Now he can he can play the point guard position. I'm just interested to see how. See the thing with his, him is how can he affect others to win? That's what I want to see. Yeah. I not, I didn't see it too much in college. I think he led because he's just the best player on the floor, and he won games for them. But I don't. I didn't see him making everyone on the floor that much better. That's just me. I could be wrong. I didn't, I'm not a connoisseur on his game. I've watched him play a few times. I like his game. I just want to see that next step. And I don't know of Detroit. I just don't know. I don't know what they got going on right now. So. Yeah, I, I haven't given up on 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 Bagley yet. I'm like one of the few. I'm kind of like you. I'm one of the few that hasn't given up on him yet. I, but I but I tell I you what, Bagley, I'm yeah. I'm on the bandwagon. But my foot's hanging off. You know, for this mm-hmm. last season, my, my foot's definitely hanging off. You know, it's <laughs> trying to get ready to, yeah. to brace for the fall to jump off the bandwagon. But I, but I'm still on it though. I'm still on it. I haven't rang the <laughs> bell yet though. I'm still on it. But but I think they they also they made some good moves this off season. I think I think picking up that trade and getting uh, Jalen Duran, uh, the, the the rookie big man coming out of Memphis. I thought that was like that. I think they stole him from the Knicks. I don't know why the Knicks didn't keep him. To be honest with you, yeah. they stole him from him. But 
like I I I, I know you like Casey and I, and I and you know I, and even though I like to rag on him, but I I think he's, you know he's he's definitely a good coach. So I, I'm not gonna take that away from him at all. But like my question before we move on is is he gonna be there long enough to get to see himself out of this rebuild? Like I think the way they built their team is smart, but I think if they can add one more blue chipper and the right free agent, I I think if they can add one more blue chipper and a, and a free agent, I'll go on a limb and say I think that they can be in the play next year. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they I think, they I, get think one more. I think one, that one more. I, I think the one more player that I think you're right. I think they're a blue chip away. I think the one more player they added that I think they thought would push him over was was Bogdan. Um, yeah, yeah, he'll help. Um, he'll help this year. He'll help. But you know what? Like again, like you, you, let's see. I think for me, what I like with Casey is more when he and I don't think this roster is built like that. Yes, I think he he's better with uh, like the, I call it like the Casey personnel. Long like if Casey had what the Raptors had, I think they would be like a better team. I'm not saying that I'm not going to get into the, who's better coach, Nick Nurse or him. Yeah. But I feel like he needs those like versatile players. Because he's predicated on defense, like he is a defensive like monster, right? So I feel like him getting that those those athletic, lengthy players out there is going to help a lot. So looking at their roster, I don't know, like I, I they have a lot of that. Like I, I think you know another sleeper, Alec Burke. I I loved how he played yeah. for the Knicks, you know, and I like his game. I, I, you know, he's a good depth player, like real good off the bench. It's going to give you a lot. Um, but let's see. It's definitely going to be a more exciting team to watch. That's for sure. All right, so number 11, we got the Washington Wizards. Does Bradley Beal believe in the Wizards culture more than he believes in the Chocolate City culture? I think he believes more in the bag than he believes in anything else. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, think, I think he believes in the bag. I don't think he cares. I think he just, <clears throat> he's getting his money. He's getting probably, what other team is he going to be the franchise player on if he moves, right? I if he mean. goes somewhere else, he's going to be the, the Robin, right? So, Right now, he, he's the Batman. Um, I think, you know, I, I kind of like what they got going on over there. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, like, like on a low, you know, if, if, I think the key right now is, is there's two things with this roster. Bill's going to be Bill. The two pieces that need to play above their means and get back to a form of relevancy is uh, Przingis. Przingis is the key to all of this. If he could get, like, stop wearing, like, remember we used to call Vince Barber say he used to wear pink panties? If he could stop wearing pink panties, mm -hmm. and, and no offense if men like to wear pink panties, but I'm just saying that <laughs> Przingis needs to stop wearing pink panties. Um, that's one. And two is, I think the guy that's going to take a major leap this year is, is Kuzma. I, I, I like Kuzma. I don't yeah. know. I, I just feel like, He's gotten better. I think he's in a good environment for him to, to thrive. And then you got some other guys in the mix that, um, you know, I think they have a lot more depth than they have in the past. And, and I think those guys like um, Rui, Hachimera, you know, I, I really, I, I think that guy, I think his name is, is it uh, Ad Abaji or whatever his name is? I think he's a Israeli, the, um, Israeli, Israeli guy. Yeah. Did you watch him play in the Euros? Yo, he's yo, nice. He was tough. He's tough. He's tough, man. And I think he he, he could have another jump forward on the, you know this year. Um, yeah, Denny Av Av so, Avdija, I think that's how you pronounce. Yeah, Avdija. So yeah, yeah, I can't pronounce it, but that guy right there, um, you know, I think he he's a big piece to to how they move forward. And then you know they got Will Barton. I think he was great on Denver. Yeah, you know, I think he'll have an expanded role. Um, Monte Morris, you know, those type of guys. Those are like culture guys have been in the league in a while that people undervalue because they bring they bring an aspect to the game of depth, you know, um and that, that veteran professional kind of approach to the game. So yeah. Yeah, and and it's like and I, I've been saying this about beer for the longest time, just to re revisit that for a second. That there's thirty teams in the league, right? Somebody has to get paid the bag on these teams. Now I don't think what he did is a bad thing because not everybody like you know we're always predicated on 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 believing this disposition that like you have to win a championship in order for your career to have value right but not every great player or, or all-star player is going to win a championship that's not how this works right so at some point what's wrong with and i'm not saying this is the wrong a bad thing what is wrong with like 
like getting that generational wealth and being able to lead a team. Yeah, you're right. Maybe he's more designed to be a, a Robin. But right now, if he can get that that Batman money, take it. Like mm-hmm. and, and figure mm-hmm. and figure it out after. Like if you know, like and like the way the way it looks right now, right? He takes his deal. If it doesn't work in a couple of years, that TV contract that I keep referring to is going to bump that salary up. It may even double, or they're they, they're saying it's going to at least double the salary cap, right? So so yeah. so, so so no, yes, Randall, the, the that contract is mega. That's coming. So wow. so so what I'm saying this right, like. The fifty million dollars or fifty-five million dollars getting paid a year is crazy, but in three years, that that contract is not going to be crazy. So, and so mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, if it doesn't work in a couple of years, it, it's it could be a movable contract. It's not mm-hmm. it's not going to be an albatross of the team. So, and in, in in his case, at this point, like, if it doesn't work out, he could say, "Yo, I gave everything to Washington. It just didn't work out. Now let me go and try to win this chip." I got I got all stars. I got rings. You know, I mean, not, not rings, but I got all stars. I got all these accolades. I got money. I got everything secured. Let me go try to win a ring now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, if I got to be mm-hmm. a Robin somewhere else in a couple of years, it's not going to hurt the other team's bank because that, like I said, that TV contract thing is going to change everything. So yep, yep. So I'm Same. like, I'm like with him. I'm like, yeah, believe in Chocolate City a little bit, man. I I I, I think I love the city. I think the city is great. I I love how we supported uh, Francis Tiafo in the in the U.S. Open. The, the black guy that wasn't that went all the way to the semis in the in the yeah, US yeah, Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you looked if you looked in the crowd, Beal and like half the Wizards were in the crowd, supporting him at every one of his games. So like he's mm. he's he's invested into the culture, man. Like because the because the kids from DC, so he's he's in, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's invested into the culture. Like I, I'm with it. Like when he signed the deal, I'm like yeah. Like who else is gonna offer you fifty million a year? Take it. Figure that shit out after. Take it, man. Like, like not everybody's gonna win a championship. That's not how this works. Not like you know what I mean. Like, not every great player is gonna win a chip. So if you can secure stuff yeah. and secure your legacy, you know, if if he keeps going the way he's gonna go, he's gonna make the Hall of Fame. Like the way the Hall of Fame is now, it's the Hall of Very Good or Good. So he's gonna make it. <laughs> yeah. So like that's that's gonna get solidified. He's gonna you know solidify his roots in D.C. Not everybody can say that. Yo, I you know I ran things in. AKA whatever city that I'm in, you know what I mean? And and you know, when you think of this city, you're gonna think of me. I'm gonna be one of the people you think about in the history of the of the franchise. Like 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 mm-hmm. what's his face is doing in, in uh in Portland. People knock him for that too. But some guys wanna be there and try to really build it. Build something. Yeah. And I and I and I like that. So like I'm I'm with them for, for doing that. But like when you look at the roster, to me it's it's a definition of a play in. Right? It's a it's a mismatch of talent. A lot of questions like is was Porzingis be gonna be able to play seventy games plus? Highly unlikely. You know, I think mm-hmm. I like Kuzma as well. I've I never like people make him sound like he was a knucklehead in LA and I understand he had his moments, but I always thought that was a good talent there. I really like Rui mm-hmm. Mach- Hachimura. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna be able to play that role together? Like is somebody gonna sacrifice their time? I like Monty Morris, but is he really? Should he really be a starting point guard? Because I look at this roster, like there is no point guard on this team, or, mm-hmm. or, or another guard that's going to be able to start with Beal. Like, and, and no, and, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, that's, that, I mean, they're right where I think they should. Yeah, be, right? I think so too. Um, and, and and they have a roster that's constructed to to win a few games. But like you said, like I'm surprised they didn't make a a, a bigger move in the offseason to get like another guard in there like you know what i mean yeah. even if they tried to trade in the draft like they went and traded off what's his name did they trade someone in the offseason i'm trying to remember now i know kemba's on the market do they i'm not saying he's gonna start but do they pick somebody like him up for like you know say yeah in a play-in situation like do they go and pick or even like a shrouder Sh- like i i, I would have thought like dennis shrouder would have been a great good pickup for them for their right? team like yeah they need like 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 guilty kind of play the point at times but they need that kind of balance like that 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 one one two balance in the backcourt and like I don't know the problem with Kemba. Is I just don't know if Kemba's body can withstand like a full yeah, NBA season. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and the other thing is he's just like he can't play D anymore, right? Because he's just broken knees, down. Yeah. He was never a great defender anyway. But like like Tibbs was like pulling whatever little strands of hair he had out left, right? <laughs> like he just like dude, like I'm trying, man. Again, again, it goes back. Players, young players, listening, goes back to junior plus minus. Could you get at least? You're gonna let your the other point guard score twenty, at least score twenty four, right? And Kemba couldn't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it is what it is. That's it. Um, number ten, we got the New York Knicks. 
Um, do the Knicks front office have stock in left-handed people? Do they realize this is not baseball? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm not as high on Jalen Brunson as a lot of others are. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. They needed a point guard. I just don't know if he was the solution. Now, I could be wrong. We had a great playoff. I don't think he's all. I don't. I just don't see the allure. Like I, like I, I think Van Vliet's better than him. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like, well, yeah. Call it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think Van. Like, I, like what? Like that was their big offseason signing. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, you so, better like he has value. Put it this way: he, he is a he is a good player. I just don't know for like if he is the player the Knicks should have signed. Now, okay, so with that said then, what do you think like they were clowns for not trading for Mitchell then? For Donovan? I, 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 what do you think? <laughs> do you think? You know what, I though? I, I, I don't... think they're major clowns. Like, I think you th- that was one of the problems I think the Knicks have. The Knicks don't have someone that can get you a bucket when you need a bucket. Mm-hmm. They just don't have that. They don't have it yet, right? Like, the one thing that I will say is this. The Brunson signing, as much as I wasn't a fan of it, you know, I, I like Emmanuel Quigley a lot. I do, too. So I think, I think you know, I think he has some flashes, and I think he is a good – he's the understudy that should kind of take over. Or maybe you go like him eventually at the at the one and Bronson because Bronson can shoot, right? Mm-hmm. You can put him at the two. You know, then you got – you know, um, it, it takes a lot of stress off of Derrick Rose and so him coming off the bench and filling in one of those spots. So you can kind of do that kind of rotation with them. I think R.J. Barrett's going to have a big year. I think a guy that I just frustrates the crap out of me because I think he's so talented, but I just I don't understand why it's not clicking yet. Is Cam Reddish? Like I just I don't understand, right? I don't know what I don't know. Um, I, I, what's his face has an issue with him. I don't know what's going on with um with him and who? Tibbs because ever ever since he got well, traded there, like Tibbs has not played him at all. Like from day one, yeah, maybe it's the culture thing, right? Maybe he just needs to mature, right? I, 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 but from but from day one, stuff. though, Randall, from day one, he was like, "I'm not playing this guy," and it's like, "Okay, is that culture?" Yeah, I don't like, know. I is, don't that, know. That, is that he just doesn't yeah. like him? You know? Yeah, could be, could be. I don't know. I I I do think that he he needs to take a jump. You know, I'm not a huge fan of Evan Fournier, but. He gets he gives you that spark, right? Yeah, he gets, he gets the job done as a role player. Yeah. And, uh, and and again, like I I think like, it, this guy pisses me off because again I see so much talent in him, and it, this is this goes back to players not understanding, like it's okay to to develop other skill sets to make your game more rounded and better, but I think that what, what you what what you do well, you just got to do better, especially when it comes in the league. And Julius Randle, like. It just pisses me off a lot the way he plays. Mm-hmm. I, I I just see him as again a, a, like a, a double double guy, like twenty and ten, and like he could get ten points just off a of body and guys. He's just so bigger than everybody. I know. Just go to work, like get just ten points off a of body, right? Like mismatches, right? Get get put your big butt in there and get some more rebounds, you, right? You know yeah, what? I'm it, not saying you. You know what you it is. Shoot. I'm not saying you can't dribble, but like, just do at least do that first, then do what you got to do after. You know what it is, though, Randall? It's like sometimes just be who you are. It's okay to be who you are. You know what I mean? Like, to your point, like, use yeah. your size. You're 6'8", you're like 250, you're strong as hell, you're like an ox, you got moves inside. Use it. It's okay to use that mm-hmm. like 60, 70% of the time. And then you can mm-hmm. step out, shoot a little threes, take guys off the dribble. You know what I mean? You can, you can show the rest of your game with that. But it's okay to be who you are. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes be your size. Like, it's okay. You know what I mean? It's okay. It's all, it's all right. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like, I think what happens with this culture of basketball now sometimes is guys lose sight of that. So you'll see guys like, okay, I want to show the rest of my game off. But it's like, okay, but you can do damage like 15 feet and in. You know what I mean? Like, just stay doing that for a while. That That's probably going to help the team more than you just right. sticking outside to shoot, right? But, right. But, I mean... I think what, what the Jalen Brunson thing, to revisit what you're saying with that, I, I actually think it's it, it kind of gives him somewhat of a foundation of a good guard. I'm I, mm-hmm. I I'm interested to see how he's going to be as a as a true point though, because Luca was there to handle the rock and distribute and stuff. He's not a much of a distributor, so I want to see how that changes. You know what I mean? Because you you get this bag, you can't go and have like as a point guard get like three four assists a night. Like that's not going to work. No, no, you know? no. That's like, you said it right. 
So let's see what, what he does. I'm interested. Yeah. And then the you know with RJ like you know he, he picked up the first of a, of a few future bags for him you know congratulations to him one one twenty over four I think I believe he got yeah yeah but, but but should he be annoyed that Tyler Hero is going to be making more than him like like it's funny as as a friend of mine suggested to me like he was mad at RJ because he's like he felt like RJ should have waited until next year and secure a bigger bag you know what I mean but I I don't know uh-huh. but but it's but it's like you know when I see when I, like if I'm yeah. him if I see Tyler Hero is he like that guy's making ten million dollars more than me. Like, is that like you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I think, I think what what, what has RJ done? Pro, I think RJ is a great talent. But what has RJ done that warrants him more money yet? That's a big. He, he's secured a big bag. I think that's good for what he got right now. I think you know he's going to be in New York for a long time. New York right? loves I him. Think this, next, this, I think the yeah, city's kind of galvanizing behind him too. Less pressure because when you said when the TV deal money comes around again, it'll be right in, in that in that framework of renegotiating his contract. And you want to know something? If we believe in 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 him as the next Maple, what do they call him, Maple Jordan or whatever or, or the no, not whatever Maple he's Jordan, tagged yeah. as, yeah, or they tag him as somebody, right? As, as the, is he the, the the Maple Leaf Mamba? They call him or something, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Let him pr- pr- prove to everybody that he is because. He's got a lot of criticism on his game. Despite him improving every year, he's getting a lot of criticism on his game, and he's in a very tough market. So I think he, he, he's where he, he should be. I'm thinking he's getting the bag he should get, and I think that he has a lot more uh, upside and ceiling, and I just I, I want him to succeed. I just want him to succeed. Mm-hmm. So I hope I hope he's – now that that contract is signed and, and, and behind him, that and, and he has his security and playing long-term in New York, that he can help kind of take that next step of like you know perennially um and become an all-star so yeah and before we move on like I'll, I'll add like with that trade that mitchell potential trade like i think new york finally just got fed up and was like yo we're just gonna secure we're gonna secure um rj and just figure out what's gonna happen later right like like by them doing that it took him out of the mitchell signing right a mitchell running i should say yeah which is which to me honestly i'm one of the few people that i'm okay with it because i don't think like based on what utah wanted and, and how they set the market with the Gobert trade, I'm okay mm-hmm. with not giving up your whole. Because like with New York, you're giving up your entire future for for Mitchell, but it's like, okay, is that gonna guarantee more free agents to come? Like, is it, it's not gonna make them win? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's gonna deplete their roster. Yeah. So it's like, it's yeah. not like if you're doing that and you're keeping Brunson and RJ and Randall, okay, do it. But you're you're gonna have to give up a, like too many like future assets down the line. Where it's like the Cleveland I don't, I don't, give up too many future assets. No, I think I think it's will and we'll get to them. But I think it's right for them. I think it's right for them. Yeah. I don't know if it was right for New York the way that they're. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Listen, yeah, yeah. What's good for the goose, not good for the gander. Is that what they say? I I, I guess so. And and then and then with the with, <laughs> and, then, and then with the Randall thing too. Like I I I couldn't stand and I and I can't unsee how he handled himself last year in New York. And and I, and I don't even know how he bounces back from it. To be honest with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I really mm-hmm. don't. But but I feel like you look at this roster, like the team needs a shakeup, though. And I think one has to be coming because you can't move forward with this roster. Like, I, I think just keep RJ, keep Jalen Brunson, keep quickly, keep Obi Toppin, and just try to get rid of everybody else. Oh, and Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. If you can keep Mitchell Robinson, too, if he can stay healthy, I would keep him, too. But other than that, yeah. get rid of everybody else if you can. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that's, that's just me. Well, I, I think it's a big season to see where they land, right? That's yeah. That's going to be critical. Uh, number nine, we got the Chicago Bulls. Uh, with the East being Ooh. so much better, how how devastating is Ball's injury to this franchise? Huge, 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 huge. Uh, you know what sucks with this? I think they 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 made moves like they made ready now moves last season, and it didn't really. I think their window was last season to make a like a push. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not saying that they're out of the mix, but I'm not. A, I I feel like they got too much talent that's kind of similar like i feel like zach levine and demar are the same not the same player but very similar in their games yeah um you know ball is good because i like the way he likes to facilitate and play d shoot i thought he was a good complimentary piece to to those two guys i don't know how nikolai Vucevic fits in the mix either um but i honestly think andre drummond's a better fit on this team um, I like the Alex I like Caruso that pickup though, actually, signing. for them. Caruso? No, um, Drummond for this year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was perfect, right? Cause, yeah. 
Vucevic, I feel like he always gets in foul trouble too. And he gets hurt um, a lot. He gets hurt a lot. So yeah, I, 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 anyway, uh, I, I still think that Andre Drummond is a starter in this league. And like he could have went to the Raptors and started, but that's a whole other conversation, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it is what I, I think overall, they haven't made any moves in this offseason that moves the needle. And they were on the downward, downward trajectory at the end of the season last year. Mm-hmm. So I don't see like Goran Dragic and Andre Drummond changing things drastically for them. You know, add yeah. some depth. But at, you know, at that point guard position, I think you're going to see a lot more of Levine and, and DeMar taking on some of that responsibility. Maybe even Levine. Because Levine can play the point, um, which probably might even be better. Because then now you got DeMar, who I think last year, like, came up the gate swinging. I don't think he's going to have the same type of season that he did last year. Mm-hmm. He's going to need to if he, if they're going to have any relevancy in making the playoffs, though. Um, so, you know, maybe he takes on some of that, that, that half-court kind of um, responsibilities. And Zach Levine's kind of more bringing up the ball, right? Because DeMar can – we all know he's developed his game on facilitating. So, I think that's going to be the major piece. But I don't see this team – you know, I'm not, I don't think anyone's scared of the Bulls, put it that way. You know, it's it's funny because to your point with Levine, I, I feel the opposite. I feel like that would be, that could be DeMar's job, just the way he handled himself in San Antonio before he got to Chicago, right, where he was more all around, sharing the ball. You know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. I can see him kind of mm-hmm. going to that a bit. That probably would help more so than Levine doing it. But, like, I, I mean, to, to, to the question, like, I guess, yeah, it is huge. Like, I, I don't think, like, Chicago doesn't have a lot of room for error. You know what I mean? And I think there's about about three or four teams that's in that boat that can flip-flop their position just based on health and chemistry. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm, I, th- mm-hmm. I think that ball injury couldn't have come at a worse time. You look at their roster, like they got DeMar, Zach, Vucevic, Caruso, Ayo, uh, Kobe mm-hmm. White, Patrick Williams, you know, as you mentioned, Drummond and Drag- Dragage. It, like, is it enough to get you in the playoffs? Kind of. You know what I mean? But it just, it just depends on if they can stay healthy like it depends on how much Patrick Williams has improved because I, I I do like his game. Um, mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of preseason hype on on Javante Green, but we'll see if that continues throughout the year. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, there's that injury. I think if he, if Ball was there, we would. I think we would have Chicago like instinctively higher on this list. But I think that injury uh, is gonna. Yeah, hurt. I think now we're getting into the realm of <clears throat> it really gets difficult at pegging teams. On where they slot in the East mm-hmm. a- after this point, right? It becomes it's really becoming ultra competitive. Again, <clears throat> the one thing that I'll stress with the Bulls that they don't have that concerns me defense. And Ball was an anchor for that, right? So, absolutely. Uh, what I mean is, is is the pressure that on Ball D allowing teams setting up their sets, that length, that athleticism. He was he's a really good defend on Ball defender, and that helps a lot, especially at the point guard position, right? Probably one of the hardest positions to guard in the NBA. If it is the hardest, sorry. Yeah. So if um, if you don't have a good defender on ball, no pun intended, right? Um, it's going to be more difficult for them because I don't see any of the other guards making a dent in that in that department. So uh, before we move on, there's is Demar destined to be one of those respected players that we always talk about who are like really good NBA players but just never come close to winning? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to just be a, 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 like, you know, I think he's a Hall of Famer just based on his career sure. in Toronto. For sure. For sure. Um, I just feel like, you know, I, I, I think that towards the end of his career, what I see him doing is jumping on a, a team that's, or, you know, like a Wiley vet that jumps on a team where he's not going to be the DeMar of old, but the DeMar that can help you. Yeah. And jumps on a team that's set, signs a, like a, a lower contract and, and tries to win a championship, you know, kind of like remember when the twilight years of Carl Malone and, and, yeah. and, uh, the, the glove and Peyton, you know, and they, they just kind of jumped on the kind of like that. And I, I think he might kind of do something like that to, to yeah, secure I, some I, type of legacy. I, I can see in about when his contract ends in two years, depending on who's where he's at financially, where he's rated financially, I can see a team like, if they're still intact, and if then you know, I'm sure they will be intact. But like a team like Milwaukee being like, "Yo, come with us," yeah, you're right yeah, up the street, yeah. and he would be perfect. You know what I mean? He's, he's not. Yeah. You're not expecting for him to give you like twenty, twenty something points, but come off the bench and mm-hmm. give you like those solid that that solid value. I, I think he'd be great for that. But like, I mm-hmm. think he's. But I think he's definitely one of those guys that's gonna be like, 
You know, like I wouldn't talk about him as high as like a Dominique Wilkins, but he's gonna be one of those guys that you talk about that like, yo, like that boy can ball. He was nice, but like, did he ever win? <laughs> nah, he didn't come close. But like, yeah. you know, everybody's career is like I said, it's not destined to win chips, man. It, yeah. it, it is, it yeah. is what it is. Like, not everybody's designed to win. It's, that's not, how, it's not, how, it's not how pro sports works. You know, nope. so nope. like you know, so it's not it's not a prerequisite that you that you must win a title for it to be a success. I, like his career is a success, but it just I don't think it's I don't see a championship in his future in the near future. Not not with this roster. Thank you for tuning into part one of the NBA Eastern Conference preview on the Ave. Click on part two for the playoff and championship contenders of the East. All right, double back, come on back, come on back. It's the Ave Podcast, South Shirav Radio. Part two, come on back, come on back, come on back.